1: You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall
2: and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the
1: walls of UC Health Training Center. The Denver Nuggets, Thomas. The yeah, Denver. I know, man. The Denver Nuggets for the first time in franchise history are going to be in the nba finals how about that
3: it's pretty cool man you got the abs uh last year the nuggets maybe winning it this year and then who knows who's next (laughs) i saw this
1: thing i think it was by cbs sports and i want to give cbs sports their due it was like a facebook meme and it was like Uh, The people of Colorado have gotten to celebrate recently with all of their their major sports franchises, and I started to think, really? Have we? So you got the Broncos in 2015, right? Obviously, the Colorado Avalanche you just mentioned. If the Nuggets go to the promised land and capture that ring, that will be a huge championship. But then you look at the Rockies, right? And they're just kind of the goofy cousin over here was 2007 tom i was a sophomore in high school yeah. the last time the rockies got their respective pennant and then their who- their butts whoop, but baseball what, basketball what are we doing? In, you, well, yeah. what are we talking
3: yeah i was in red sox country when uh when they went that year i remember oh them getting god in, yeah. how did <laughs> so you I, do it well yeah i'm not a i like baseball i used to like it when i was a kid but i don't i don't really have any real allegiance to any team really for, uh, for baseball. So it wasn't too bad. I just well. enjoyed it.
1: Here's the thing. That's you are going to fit in great when you move to Colorado here, because that's what the Rockies <laughs> fans are. Uh, what's up Broncos country. No, this isn't basketball. This isn't baseball. <laughs> However, if the nuggets win a championship, you're going to have to rank that championship and where it stands. What are the pressures for the Denver Broncos? Uh, what's a successful season look like? We're going to answer all of these questions and more, but first he is Thomas hall. I am Luke Patterson. Thank you guys for joining us tonight here on MHI, where we rock with you every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain. Thomas, how you doing, bud?
3: Uh, doing all right, man. Uh, looking forward to some vacation time. Summer, you know, it's all it's all coming along real nice.
1: Memorial Day weekends right around the corner, exactly. right? I mean, that's like the yep. official camping and kickoff weekend of summer, right? I mean, obviously, right. no disrespect. God, God. What's wrong with me, Thomas? I mean, (laughs) thank you so much to all the men and women in the line of duty that have laid down their laws for our freedom. That's first and foremost for Memorial Day. But it does kind of signify a new uh season and a new beginning so speaking of new seasons and new beginnings our guy dva is always working hard over at my he puts in a lot of extra work does a bunch of the grunt stuff that isn't necessarily sexy and doesn't get a lot of credit but you know what dylan i appreciate everything you do so does thomas and i know chad does as well thanks dylan for being a great teammate saying what's up Broncos country. Make sure you hit that like button on the way in share on all platforms and subscribe if you have not done so already. And our guy big D David in the house, man. David was in the house waiting just like a few of our other friends before the show even started. That's how David gets down. Hashtag buck $5 super good evening. Broncos country, Luke, Tom, Dylan and Deacon Scott hashtag MHH for life. Hashtag buck hashtag denver broncos for life david thank you so much for your support and rocking with thomas and i on mhi tonight
3: yeah thank you david appreciate you being here
1: mike s is also in here saying what up to the fellas in broncos country appreciate you mike been rocking with us since the beginning as well and folks we're gonna have a huge guest on the show tonight uh i guess we've been super pumped yeah, Since we booked a week ago, Thomas and I have been talking about this cat. DenverFan.com and FootballGuys.com's very own Cecil Lammy will be stopping by MHI with Luke Patterson and Thomas Hall. Approximately 615 Mountain or so. We're going to have the big guy in and we're going to wrap Broncos minicamp, the NFL draft, expectations, and all the latest news. Tom, I'm super pumped to have Cecil on, man. Great insight. Thank He's you. been down there. Uh, he's always gives a no BS assessment. It's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's, I, I can't wait. I know he's, you know, he's in the know more so than we are. So it's good to get a, that perspective, you know, to someone who's down there getting, you know, right in the midst of it. So I'm pretty excited, you know, I'm pretty excited to talk to him. So he's, he's a good guy
1: yeah and just on a you know on a personal note he's one of my best friends so anytime you can have a buddy with you and you could work with a buddy right and you, you remember that especially when you're in school and you could just yeah. cut up with a buddy that's all this is we're that's just right. you know we're just a couple of we're all three children talking about football and we love it and we can't wait to rock with you speaking of friends and family of the show uh michaela israel another one of our good friends we love her and cooper so much thank you guys for all your support really pumped. To meet you guys at the MHH meet and greet That's week right. seven against the Green Bay Packers, folks. That's right. Thomas Hall, Luke Patterson, MHI will be there. And That's Michaela's right. coming in saying, I'm sending some love from Cooper and I. Hashtag MHH for life. Hashtag Denver Broncos for lo- life. Cooper. Can't wait to meet everyone at the meet and greet Coop Dog. I absolutely love it, man. How's basketball going? Because these nuggets, they got me fired up. My kids starting basketball. Basketball in the Mile High City is relevant, Tom. I can't believe we started the show that way.
3: I can't (laughs) believe I even said that statement into a microphone, bro. I know. It's crazy. We're talking about nuggets, you know, talking about the Denver Nuggets on our uh, football program. But, you know, hey, we got to support. The Denver area, right? Even even if I have no allegiance to uh, any real basketball, I'm pulling for him all the way. Oh man, you got to
1: Mike S. Mike has a birthday on the thirty first. Mike, me too, dude. I we share a birthday. That is super cool. Mike's been with us since the very beginning. Five thirty one, man. Those Arnie Gemini's, and here's another one. Michaela Israel, and five thirty for that golden birthday. That's a big birthday um we're all about celebrating birthdays here so yeah be sure to give michaela a shout out on twitter yeah all right then tom call your shot july July 2nd the same day as my pops i will say it every time into the (laughs) microphone and then one of our good friends and co-workers her daughter was born on that same day so we're going to a little kid birthday party probably an old man birthday party thomas hall birthday party i am booked (laughs) for july (laughs) 2nd folks
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it's coming right up. It's I'm gonna be fifty, so that's the big one. That's oh, big
1: one. that is the big one. Mike S yeah. excited about the guest of the show. The guest of MHI tonight will be none other than Cecil Lammy at six fifteen p.m. He's gonna stop by the show. We're gonna wrap Broncos. Brandon McManus expectations for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. We're gonna get into a bunch of stuff with Cecil. So be sure to tune in. Uh, Stay locked on right now, guys. We're almost there. It's almost 6.15. Smash that like button on the way in. We appreciate all the support, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun coming up. But, Thomas, before we get into Cecil Lammy from DenverFan.com and FootballGuys.com and 104.3 The Fan, uh, we got to talk news, right? The past couple days, there's been some transactions over there at Centura Health Training Center, namely the big one. The Denver Broncos released kicker Brandon McManus yesterday, the final player of the Super Bowl 50 championship ship roster. You heard the fellas rap about it last night, right? Carl and Nick. What's your reaction before we get Cecil's at 615? What's Thomas (laughs) Hall's reaction to the last remaining pillar of that Super Bowl 50 championship finally
3: falling? yeah it's it's a little bittersweet, you know, because it's the last remnants of that Super Bowl, but you know you gotta move on. And unfortunately, McManus was making more than he was uh earning on the field with his kicks last year. So I mean, I saw it coming. The thing that surprised me, Thanks, Bradley. You're July second, too. Awesome. Uh, I'll have to remember to wish you happy birthday if I can. A dog, an absolute <laughs> dog,
1: Bradley. Look at that. Us sharing birthdays with the with yeah. the fellas and the and the ladies. That is that's the best, man. I yeah. I'm a big believer in celebrating your birthday. If you're not, and I get it. Everybody's got baggage, and families have baggage do something special for yourself it doesn't have to be an expensive gift it could be going to a movie by yourself getting your favorite coffee drink at Starbucks. do something special that you don't normally do because i think this life is so short and we need to celebrate as much as we
3: can absolutely for sure for sure and i'm gonna i'm actually gonna yeah go to a casino and uh, stay a couple days and have some fun
1: Man, Thomas Hall at the casino. I have to see that, right? I'm sure you're going through smoking like six packs a day, (laughs) drinking, you know, copious amounts of whiskey on the rocks. I bet you Thomas Hall is an absolute animal using those analytics, right? Yeah. Casino. I, I I gotta see it.
3: Try, I I play craps. So, like, you know, I'm a a big craps player. So, but you know, I like to try and keep my head. uh, You know, I don't, I don't. uh, i don't drink too much <laughs> no just
1: just enough to have a good time and that's what right. we are all about doing here on mhi is having a good time stay tuned in about five minutes denverfan.com and footballguys.com's very own cecil lammy will be stopping by mhi with thomas and i before we get there our guy keith is easy top of broncos country what's up dog saying got Love yourself. You got to love yourself, Thomas Luke and the Mile High Insiders. Yeah, man. You got to celebrate. We got to love each other a little more, love ourselves a little more, constantly challenge each other to improve. And uh sometimes it's okay being uncomfortable, guys, and still celebrating. It doesn't mean we can't have a good day. Look, everybody's sounding off with their birthday. Jesse Hillborn, I was born on All Kings Day. Man, it's uh you get some birthdays out there, and I've got some friends, right? December 25th. They did two Christmas trees for their daughter. Like, so they did a birthday tree and then a Christmas tree. And I'm like, well, you get to kind of make it your own. And I mean, that's, you know, that kid was very, is very loved and obviously got to spoil from some of that, but that's what we do, right? We spoil our kids. If you're a parent, even if you're not a
3: parent on your birthday, please spoil yourself. Yeah, definitely. And we got Mike Reno come in with Facebook stars. Oh, sorry, Tom. I'm oh, clicking oh, everywhere. Man, sorry, Mike. Clicking. No, it's all right. <laughs> saying uh, he's saying great to see McMiserable cut. He broke my heart too many Ooh, times last season.
0: Yeah, Mike, I, yeah, well, you know. you're
3: you're right, Mike. Thanks for the support, but you, yeah. you're definitely right, especially when he lobbies to make this long kick and then misses. I, you know, it's like I feel bad that you know he's he's going going bye bye, but at the same time, like I I think it was time. Like it, but. The problem was, you know, they don't have anybody there to replace them. So it's kind of one of those things like, well, you didn't draft anybody. You didn't bring anybody in. It's
0: we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
3: So,
1: yeah, Mike, what's up, man? Hopefully you and the wife are doing well. Thoughts and prayers to both of you. Um, And thank you for stopping by MHI with Thomas and I Uh, look, man, I get this a lot because I've been talking with some friends, talking with some family, reacting to the Brandon McManus news and. I think when you look back on his career, it's full of so much good. There's not too much bad when you look at Brandon McManus. Um, I think ultimately every dog has his day. That doesn't mean he's done kicking in the NFL. It just means he's done right now here in Denver. And yes, he will get re-signed to a one day deal and retire a Bronco, things of that nature. But people were kind of over, I think some of the dramatics and we've covered those dramatics here on MHI. Um, Look, I'm a fan of Brandon McManus when he's just scoring points when he's the all-star that he is in the community, he's a great guy, but sometimes it just felt like his voice was a little louder than the rest. And when they were losing and your kicker's voice is louder than the rest, there's a problem there. And it's not to say that's all on Brandon McManus, but I see Mike's point a little bit because there is the old adage. Now uh, it's up for debate whether or not we, we subscribe to it, but kickers should be seen and not heard. (laughs) I mean, that's definitely been around the locker room once or twice. Right. Tom?
3: yeah, I'll tell you if he's making every kick that he needed to make and making those, those big game winners, he can talk all he wants problem was he wasn't and it got a little uh got a little annoying (laughs) problem was he didn't and that's why he no longer has a job yeah i'm
1: guessing uh brandon mcmanus will not be at the nba finals here in denver but all jokes aside look this cat's gonna get picked up okay the broncos worked out three kickers today we're gonna talk about it a little in a little bit um they're trying to figure out their situation over there and it's I think a lot harder than people think to just go find a kicker because I think we're always quick to say cut the kicker and then just go get the next guy. Well, right Right. now, we don't know who that next guy is. Uh, We know that it's potentially three guys, but can any of them kick worth a squat? We don't know. And suddenly the kicking position, Tom, has become a training camp battle per se. Yeah, Um, It'll be interesting. Troy coming in with a 999 super. Thank you so much, Troy. Would you rather have Harris back or an edge if you had to choose? Or maybe running back? You're talking Shelby?
3: Shelby Harris? I imagine Shelby yeah. Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, I'm trying to uh, replace from, that Harris-Jones yeah. mix. I've been saying all along that they needed to uh, bring in some experienced depth for the D-line. And I think they did that with uh, with Tyler Lancaster. I mean, he's got 21 starts. He's got some experience. I don't think they need to bring Harris back. I think edge, just from the health perspective, would be would be a, a great um, way to go if they could get one. In uh, the running back, I think they're okay. You know, if everything's true, but they're talking about Javante Williams, I think they'll be okay. I don't think they have to sign mm. a running back.
1: We're going to talk about a big name running yeah. back here in just a minute or two. But before we get anywhere in this show, we've got a huge guest, friend of the show, personal friend of mine, and Tom's stopping by, dedicating us. Yeah. Uh, some of his precious time, and we really appreciate it. He writes over at denversports.com, footballguys.com. He is also one half of the Orange and Blue Today crew every Monday through Friday at 3 30 p.m. with Andrew Mason. He is Cecil Lammy. What's up, Cease? What's up? Is Devin Cook a
2: Bronco yet? Because <laughs> I, where we're going. I, I mean, if we look at the indications and the cleaning up of Brandon McManus, the McManus thing you guys are talking about, nobody out there is better than McManus unless you're cleaning up salary. Like, okay, what would that salary be going towards? We are one week away from June 1st, and I know it technically doesn't have to be June 1st, but like, is there another running back in the mix? I, I think there might be, and I think that might be at Dalvin Cook, which I know I can't imagine the questions that you guys get because I know I get a ton of questions about Dalvin Cook, so much so that I'm kind of annoyed about Dalvin Cook. I'm like, I'm not going to Miami, everybody. But he may be coming to Denver, and I think the running back conversation is interesting given the fact that Jal- Jalil McLaughlin looks like a star, a stud from the untracked wow. from Youngstown State out at rookie minicamp. And I guarantee tomorrow when I'm out at uh, OTA's day three, or excuse me, the third day of phase three, I think I got that right, I guarantee, and I probably won't be able to report it, but I guarantee Jalil McLaughlin's probably going to get some first-team reps. The kid is that Mm. good. So the running back position, I think that's the way the Broncos will win this year is running the ball, playing great defense. Could that mean more talent added to the room? Yeah, it might.
1: June 1st, Dalvin Cook watch begins in Broncos country is what you just heard on these very airwaves, airwaves. It's MHI. He is Thomas Hall. Our special guest, Cecil Lammy stops by the show and sees, look, we're talking running backs, release of Brandon McManus, If I were to ask you, what was your favorite Brandon McManus memory? What would that be? Because you got to cover Brandon McManus a long time. I think a lot of people forget he struggled really early on, right? He was cut by Denver, brought back by Denver, and then a real kind of rags to riches story in the NFL, the Temple Owl, if you will. A lot of good memories here for Broncos country.
2: Yeah, it has to be that run in Super Bowl 50. I hate to be the member Barry's guy and be like, member Super Bowl 50? Because it was <laughs> a while ago now. But
1: like,
2: if you look back on that run, I think of that team and Brandon McManus specifically how I think of uh, that magical run with Tim Tebow, right? That was a lot of defense. It was Matt Prater, you know, kicking, bailing the Broncos out late. And I'm not saying that McManus necessarily bailed that team out, but we know Super Bowl 50 was all about that Broncos defense. It was that Russian attack. Peyton wasn't quite what he was. And, of course, Brock Osweiler. You don't win Super Bowl 50 without Brock Osweiler. I think Osweiler from some gets a bad rap. But for me, it's McManus clutch kicks along the way. And they do not win a title without McManus being Money McManus as he was. And I know maybe recently in in the past couple of years, he seemed to have struggled and not what he once was. But in my opinion, he's still the best kicker that the Broncos would have have available to themselves. So yeah, I look fondly on Brandon, always good to talk to. I think it's a media loss. Um, when you cut Brandon McManus, because he was always going to tell you the real, he wasn't going to give you the team like one day at a time, one game at a time. He wasn't going to give you any of that. He was going to be real with you every time you talked to him. So I'll personally miss Brandon and miss what we hear from him in the Broncos locker room.
1: We're reacting to Brandon yep. McManus with Cecil Lammy. Brandon McManus no longer a Denver Bronco. So what does that mean here in Broncos country? Well, it means they're working out three guys over there. Uh, haven't heard an official decision yet, but all of a sudden kicker is, is a new position battle in training camp. I'm, it's weird to say that because we've had it so good with kickers in late Broncos history. Of course, Jason Elam and Brandon McManus, but Cecil Lammy, kind enough to stop by MHI from denverfan.com, footballguys.com, and you can catch him with Andrew Mason on Orange and Blue today,
3: every Monday through Friday at 3.30 p.m. Mountain. Yeah, I'd just like to jump out of the kicker stuff, uh, uh, Cecil, if you don't mind, Who's got the leg up, so to speak? No pun intended in uh, in that race. I mean, you got you got a guy like uh, like Mayor who's fairly accurate last year, other than the extra right. points, right? That that's right. everyone watched in the playoffs how he missed all of those. But from your perspective, where do you see those falling? That has to
2: be Mayor. And when we look back at Sean Payton's history, and Luke knows this, and, and everyone will learn this. Like I don't like talking about kicker, and we've been fortunate in Denver; we haven't had to. But when I look at what Sean Payton did with the saints is he just rotated through until he found his guy. And that's what, when Mayer is the, the number one, I guess, prospect, if you will, that the Broncos have brought in, if they want to go younger and cheaper, you might have to bring in two kickers. Well, then you might have to get rid of two players. And honestly, the Broncos, don't need to be taking a look at two young kickers. Just find a veteran that you can deal with and you can go forward with. And, and still, it's not going to be good as Brandon McManus, in my opinion. But Mayer is that guy. So long mm-hmm. as he can get over the yips. And if he does that, then, you know. And, and listen, the offense is going to be better. He's going to have to kick extra points. This team's going to score. But this is the type of decision, getting into Brandon McManus, that can take you from an 8-win team to a 10-win team or Ooh. the opposite way. You could, you're a 10-win team with Brandon McManus. But if you got some slappy out there missing kicks, now you're an eight-win team. Now you're out of the postseason. And that's not the way we wanted the Sean Payton era to start here in Broncos country
1: no and everybody everybody wants to know about the sean Payton era right because we haven't really seen it we're all kind of guessing and wondering and you get glimpses better than anybody else sees down there at centura health training center i'm still trying to get that name right now uh but look business is good over there pffs ranking them with great a's in off-season moves uh silence work hard in silence right we like to think that a monster is being created over there so much has been made about the sean payton era and one thing that we know for sure and you know is better better than me or thomas is that these gms and head coaches they want their guys they want their guys from the draft they want their guys in free agency they want their fingerprints all over this what have been some of the takeaways of sean payton and this culture change that we're expecting over at centurion health training center
2: it reminds me so much of Mike Shanahan and I, my first credential was in 2004 and I got to stand next to Mike Shanahan during practice. The media was much different back then because Shanahan just had open sidelines. So I could literally stand. I remember me and Chris Mortensen in like 2008, standing wow. next to Shanny just chopping it up about, I think Marcus Dupree, and a young Adrian Peterson. So it tells you how long ago that was. But Sean Payton, and again, we can't give too much away. They're very tough on their media rules under Sean Payton, which I understand. But he was so hands on during rookie mini camp, even during special teams. And special teams, Luke, you know, and, and Thomas, you know, like during special teams, what am I doing at training camp? I'm tweeting. Because I don't Taking notes. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're reviewing. I
2: don't want to watch kickers. <laughs> I'm going through my notes, I'm tweeting. Sean Payton was involved in everything. His fingers on the pie, fingerprints all over this uh, offense, defense, and special teams. You love to see it. Hackett didn't do that. Fangio only cared about the defense. So it really gives me that Shanahan vibe. He's the emperor. He's running it. He's running everything. And it's quality of reps, not quantity of reps, because at rookie minicamp, again, not giving away too much, he would stop practice if they got the rep wrong. Your gut, perfect practice makes perfect. Not just practice. You're not just out there and just running through and getting a sweat. You are making sure, and Sean Payton is making sure, that these players know the plays and they're running them correctly during install. And this was rookie minicamp, I'm sure, that we'll continue to see that. And you're going to see actual real football out at training camp. It's simply fantastic. And I would say just the early takeaways from rookie minicamp, and I already talked about Jaleel McLaughlin. Get him. He's Philip Lindsay with hands. I saw a spinning catch that he made in rookie minicamp that Jerry Judy couldn't make. Uh, Speaking of Judy, I think Marvin Mims is your best receiver today. He has that opportunity. It depends on if Judy is dialed in. If Judy's not backside X, he doesn't care. That better change or Sean Payton's not going to play it. You don't have any favorites. You know, you got to work your ass off. Marvin Mims Jr. is going to do that. So humble, so kind. Love talking to him and everyone out there. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money, but get a Drew Sanders jersey right now today he's in football <laughs> playing jesse he's not just an ilb he's a pass rusher he's good in coverage now uh, to be clear because people ask me is he a kelsey killer like i haven't seen him cover tight ends and that was a concern for him both at alabama and at arkansas but at rookie minicamp when the play was in front of him he had a pick six he probably had five or six pass breakups this was covering running backs and tight ends on routes that went to the outside nothing vertical so that's the thing. How does he flip his hips? How does he run downfield against those more vertical threats? I have not yet seen that, but what we did see in space, he was baiting. And I know it's Ben DiNucci, but Ben DiNucci can play. He was baiting the quarterbacks into bad throw. Guys, open, guys, open. No, he's not. I got he close. It. Drew Sanders is a stud linebacker, going
1: to be a fan favorite. So get your popcorn ready for that kid he's like a he's like a baby bash he's like a little baby bash brother right now because he's you know he's young he's he's right there with a Josie Jewell and an Alex singleton who are playing out of their minds last year but something we had talked about you know on this show you talk about it on your show everywhere health health is a big thing with these guys will these rookies be forced up into the starting lineup to play valuable snaps for the Denver Broncos scary Kubiak
3: once said we're fixing to find out yeah, I'd just like to ask you a quick question about Drew Sanders. I, I, I love his versatility. And I thought he would, I, when, when I they draft him, I was like, that's going to be the piece that I thought Baron Browning could be. But do you think that he's going to be on the edge more? I mean, there's a lot of health concerns, obviously, with Randy Gregory. He hasn't really played a whole lot for the Broncos. Browning missed some time. Do you think he's going to end up on the edge a lot more than we're expecting?
2: I think he could. Right now they're cross-training him, and these are public comments, so I'm not speaking out of turn. Again, they are really push, crushing us on what we can say for Broncos practice, but Sanders has already publicly said like he's learning ILB. He will see where it goes from there. I am very positive that he's very capable of doing both, and with Brandon Browning, who I love, uh, he is he Malik Reed? Or is he Shaq Barrett? We don't know yet. And we've only seen glimpses and he's got to stay healthy. Availability is a skill in the National Football League. Randy Gregory's going to get 10 games. Then he's going to get hurt. Huge mistake by George Payton. And George Payton, I, I must give him credit. And I'm regularly not one to give George Payton a lot of credit because last year he just dropped the ball so many times. Isaiah Pacheco in the building. Don't draft him. Chiefs get a weapon that leads the team in rushing and the Super Bowl in rushing. Uh, don't draft Tariq Woolen. And you have to have DeLarian Turner yell with the very pick right in front of that, the God awful decision to draft Montreal Washington, the Randy Gregory move. That was a terrible move. And then the signing of Russell Wilson, when there was no pressure, and I know this for a fact, people get all upset, like, oh, it's probably Wilson's camp putting pressure on the Broncos. There was zero pressure, zero pressure from Russell Wilson's camp to get him a new contract. There were conversations, obviously that would be nice, but there was zero pressure and George Payton got ahead of himself and went ahead and paid Russell Wilson, putting the Broncos in this potential salary cap pickle, depending on what Wilson does this season. But this year, with these picks, with the Drew Sanders, I think George Payton is like dumb and dumber, right? He's totally redeemed himself, right? <laughs> right in the shack and in for the moped. But George yeah. Payton has to buy for talent. And when he's not out there, I don't want George Payton looking for head coaches. He didn't even talk to Doug Peterson okay and i know doug a little bit away from the podium i can't say that we're friends but i'm friendly with doug peterson he's a fantastic man you didn't even interview that guy because you gotta get nathaniel hacker because you thought you'd get aaron Rodgers for two years
0: we were hacker there Cease. we were there
1: we were in vegas yep. i know i have a lot of egg on my face because i came on this show on other shows i wrote about right. it you wrote about it and we're like right. dude aaron Rodgers is coming we heard it in las vegas at the yep. shrine game and not only is aaron coming Devonte's coming Neither one of them come, and you get Nathaniel Hackett and this god-awful mess. But somehow we've spun around Deshaun Payton. And, again, Cecil Lammy joining us here on MHI. You can get at Cecil Lammy on Twitter, at Cecil Lammy. You can also find his work over at denversports.com, footballguys.com, and you can catch him and Andrew Mason every Monday through Friday at 3.30 p.m., on the Orange and Blue Today show. Uh, Cecil, I got to talk Sean Payton and Russell Wilson on your way out. Does Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson?
2: It depends on how much you want fixed, right? And I think that's a conversation we need to get all of us get ahead of right now. If you win eight games and Russell Wilson throws 20 touchdowns, 25 touchdowns, is that good enough? No. If you win 10 games and Russell Wilson throws for 3,500 yards and 25 touchdowns, is that good enough? Probably not, but we'd be getting closer. I, I mm-hmm, think it, he can fix Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had three touchdowns a game with Jerry Rosberg <laughs> running the show. And <laughs> Justin Outen, who didn't go home for a month. Yeah, he had him out there, and he was doing his thing, and he was looking good to <laughs> These guys just want to be coached. They want someone to coach them. And the great thing about Sean Payton, it's his way. And it's only his, it ain't even in the highway, right? It's not <laughs> it's not, took out the highway. This doesn't exist. It's Sean Payton's way and Russell Wilson will respond to that. But is his body broken? Will he and he'll need to use his legs when he uses his legs? Does that mean he gets hurt? Will it break his body? Russell Wilson's not winning from the pocket. He's not playing 10 more years. He's got to play the way we remember Russell Wilson. Run the ball, use those moon balls on play action. Sean Payton's going to get him to do that. But can he stay healthy or will we see Jarrett Stidham try to win a couple games for the Broncos this year? We are fixing to find out.
1: Ooh, quarterback talk, Sean Payton. I can't believe we talked about kickers for a few minutes. It's probably the most anybody's ever talked about kickers in Broncos country in a very long time. But speaking of time, Cecil, thank you so much for joining. And just on a personal note, man, Cecil gave me my shot when I first started in this business years ago, started out as a radio contest, started on some crappy, horrible blog talk podcasts that I started. Uh, (laughs) He's been with me through all the struggles and I appreciate your friendship, your time and mentoring me and everything you've done for me and my family. Thanks for coming on the show, brother.
2: Well, you want great Broncos talk. It's right here with Luke and Thomas. That's what it is. MHI tune in every single week. Appreciate you both and stay frosty.
1: Boom. He is Cecil. Lammy. Cecil Lammy stopping by the show. Thank you so much, Cease. Again, you guys can get at Cecil Lammy on Twitter. At Cecil Lammy, you could find his work over at denversports.com, footballguys.com, and you can catch him and Andrew Mason every day on Orange and Blue today, Monday through Friday, 3 30 p.m. Thomas, holy cow, a yeah. ton of information and insight. Yeah exclusively here on the mile high insiders and yeah. uh wow dude he Cecil throwing some some knowledge down about yeah. Marvin Mims as the best wide receiver I have goosebumps still uh <laughs> from the beginning of that interview man what a what an absolute rock star Cecil was man yeah
3: no it was great i mean that's the kind of information that you know we need to need to get out to Broncos country, so it was perfect. I, man, that was awesome. And uh, his love for uh, for Drew Sanders, that's great. I, I like the pick, and especially after I went back and kind of looked at it again. And uh, you know, I, I'm looking I'm looking for big things he's, from him. He's
1: telling you how to spend your money, folks. He's saying yeah. go out there and get <laughs> a Drew Sanders jersey. This guy's a bona fide stud. He's a football playing Jesse, to quote Cecil. Um, again, man, huge friend of the show and Broncos country. Remember when I said. Stop on out at training camp. You never know who you're going to see. I guarantee you, you'll see that guy. Yeah. Thomas, you've watched training camp with Cecil. You've taken notes. You've wrapped football analytics and much more with Super Bowl champion players out there on the famous hill, the berm, whatever you want to call it. Broncos country, come on out. It's free. You never know who you're going to run into. MHI. Is going to be out there in full force. Cecil's going to be there. How do I know he's going to be there? Because he's my best friend and neighbor, and we carpool. So i got to drag him there. He's got to drag me there, one way or the other. But someone we never need to drag there, and he's patient with us during this show because he's a fan of Cecil Lammy as well. It's GLP, Gary Leeds Palmer. Thank you so much for being patient with us, Gary. Hi, MHI and Broncos country. Gary was pumped to see Cecil Lammy on MHI, man. And it's super cool that we're able to have these friendships and um, get some of these kind folks to come on the show spend some of their time and Cecil Lammy is a heavy hitter here in Denver media. If you guys don't know him, you better head on over to Twitter at Cecil Lammy and follow his work. He, again, this man gave me my start and he's a friend. So I'm biased, but uh, we do a lot of work together just like you and I, Thomas, and yep. and can't help but forge these awesome friendships. And Gary Leeds Palmer, again, another one of those friends of the show that make things possible. Just like James Edwards. What's up, James. Thank you so, so much for joining here, I hope you enjoyed our interview with Cecil Lammy and James given a very generous 9.99 super chat. Um, it's very humbling and we are truly grateful for all Absolutely. the support that we get on the show from everyone. Tom it's it's man. I don't show up to the show. Neither do you for super chats. We show up because we're just a couple of nerds that like to talk football, but we are so grateful that you guys talk football with us.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks Carol. Also coming in with a great super for us. I appreciate it. We both obviously can't say how much we appreciate it, but we definitely do saying I'm right. loving the info on mile high insiders tonight. Thanks guys. Yeah. I was disappointed that he couldn't stay longer, you know, cause I had, I had a lot of stuff I wanted to ask him, you know, but it's well, it and- great that we got that 15 minutes or so. So that was awesome.
1: And that's probably my bad, right? Like, because I try to only schedule and we've had other guests on this show, whether that be Kendall Valenzuela, Kim Becker. I mean, th- it, we've had sh- guests. You've had guests. You try not to take too much of their time sure. and you try not to like be the fanboy or anything like that. And of course, having known Cecil, it's more like just rapping with a friend because that's all football is. And I hope that we can bring that to you guys because again, th- this show is designed and based around the conversations that you have with your coworkers at the water cooler, at the bar, your neighbors while you're doing yard work, sharing a beer, barbecues. I mean, these football conversations are happening right now because football is relevant, again, in the Mile High City. Lawrence Rivera coming in. Lawrence, one of my guys, coming in saying, bro, Cecil was speaking the truth tonight. And, yeah, man, Cecil, when he said Marvin Mims Jr., Best wide receiver on the Denver Broncos, Drew Sanders. A dog, go get his jersey. Um, man, undrafted running back. I can't remember his
3: name right now. Yeah, dog. Dalil, uh, um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Dry, I'm blanking it now too. Right. But yeah. Right. Uh, at least the Lawrence, our guy, coming in with Facebook stars. Wanted to bring. I'm trying to catch up on all all the Facebook stars. So I appreciate you, it. You got uh, you know, Michael's coming in as always. Michael Ronquillo with Facebook stars. Uh, we got uh, we had a good question here from uh, from Keith Brugman, but unfortunately he uh, we didn't get time to get to it, but uh, wanted to compare and contrast Shanahan and George uh, Sean Payton. Uh, we couldn't get to that, but uh, thanks for the stars. appreciate it. i I'm sure they've got different styles, but I'll tell you what I, all of them are um, both of them are no nonsense, that's for sure. No nonsense,
1: and that's what the Broncos need. I mean, enough with the videos. I sound like Suge Knight, right? All up in the videos they come to death row. No, none of that, man. Like, the Broncos have been up all in the videos, and they've been the laughing joke of stock or the NFL for years. That bleep is over because Sean Payton's here, and Sean Payton doesn't get laughed at. Sean Payton's the one laughing at other franchises like that, saying, you guys are horrible. We're going to wreck you, and I'm not even going to feel bad about it uh admit one to club dub and Broncos country it's going to be awesome when club dub is on the road and the Denver <laughs> Broncos are blasting their stereo system yeah. uh it's things like that the players love Sean Payton's no nonsense Mike Reno no nonsense and a good friend of the show um uh, Mike we appreciate you so much brother saying nice show Cecil thank you for your insight I will be sure to let Cecil know that he is very much welcome and a friend and beloved on these MHI airwaves. And I'm sure we'll get Cecil on this summer at training camp, right? I'll bother him, and, you know, we'll get a MHI Cecil Lammy exclusive. And, uh, (laughs) again, Broncos country, come on out to training camp. Thomas Hall is going to be there. Luke Patterson, yours truly, this guy is going to be there. Cecil Lammy is going to be there. I'm telling you, I don't want to just advertise all the people that I know are going, but the who's who of Broncos countries there. Yeah. That's a fun and, time, bud.
3: And if you want to, if you want to at least see, uh, Ex players, you know, Mark, Mike, Shleth, uh, Mark Shleth's usually there. You know, you see what's Steve that? His name? There. What's his
1: name? What's his name, Tom? What's <laughs> say that one more? Mark, what I'm getting tongue twisted. Mark, Mark Shleth. Shleth. stink, just call him stink. He pooped stink. his pants, folks. Stink's That's why he's there. Name you stink. never know.
3: I mean, when <laughs> I was out there, you, Rod Smith was there for a day. Uh, you know, I you never know who you're going to run into, so yeah, come on out. And if you don't, yeah. at least you know, you can chat with us at the very it's... least.
1: Yeah. Come see us, man. Come see us. Come talk football with us. And a lot of you do, right? Like I've met personal friends of mine in this chat from MHH at training camp. I think of my guy, Gavin. I think of my guy, Gage. I mean, these are guys that like are good dudes and have become personal friends of mine, whether we're talking Broncos or, or anything. And it's just, it's cool, man. It's cool to come on out to camp. Troy coming in here real quick again. Troy, I appreciate the love, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Your support goes a long way in keeping the lights on here at MHI. Uh, Troy saying, I loved it. If Marvin Mims is the best receiver, is Cortland Sutton gone on June 1st to open up what would become 14.4 million against the cap? If so, how many holes could we fill? Troy, that is a dynamite question, Thomas. What say you? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Cecil done Cecil, I've known Cecil for about seven or eight years now and he's not he doesn't just say things. Yeah. He does what's called the Lassie bark, right? Where Lassie's over here, "Hey, what Lassie, what's that girl?" And she's trying to tell you, "Hey, bark, bark, look over here." It's <laughs> a huge bark tonight. A huge la- yeah. Lassie bark and if Marvin Mims is the best receiver, Sean Payton knows it. George Payton knows it. And maybe these trade conversations come back up or a release. I love Troy's question here about Cortland Sutton. Does he become, uh, does
3: he get put on the chopping block rather June 1st? I don't know, man. I'd like to see a little bit more from Marvin Mims. Uh, The health of the receiver group always bothers me. So I I see that there's a potential when you get into training camp, you get into, you know, preseason and you, People are losing receivers. They might pony up for Sutton. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I don't know if Mims has convinced Sean Payton yet or not that he's the guy and you can get rid of people. I I, I would say not at this point because there's too much uncertainty with that. But I'll, I'll guarantee you, uh, Mims is going to play some games this year. He's going to start some games most likely. I looked at the uh, – I did an article on it, looked at some of the analytics uh, based on the health based on how second round uh, players get on the field, he's going to start some games this year. And, and if they do trade one of those guys, Sutton, KJ Hamler, he's going to get a lot more playing time than we're, Mm. than we're expecting from a second round pick.
1: Man, that is such a good question, Troy. I appreciate the support, man. I appreciate the question even more. That is a, that is a question that I would not have thought about if, You hadn't brought it up right here on this show on MHI where we try to give everyone a voice. You don't have to send a super. You certainly can. And we appreciate it and welcome the support. But time is the most valuable thing that any of us get on this planet in this life. And you guys rocking with us is why I love chatting with folks. It's why I love to do this. Um, It's no fun to just do this on your own. But June 1st, a surprise cut. Cortland Sutton. I don't know if I'd put money on it, but I'm definitely curious we talked to Cecil Lammy at 615 earlier in the show tonight, and uh, we talked about Dalvin Cook, and Dan's coming in here asking, can Denver really land Dalvin Cook? Cecil seems to think that it would not be a stretch to see the Vikings release Dalvin Cook and potentially have Sean Payton and George Payton pounce on the former Vikings running back. You know George Payton has that connection with the Vikings. He pro- Hell, he probably scouted this guy. Uh, how excited would you be? to get a Dalvin cook rumor that the Broncos are interested in this cat in just over a week. Cecil thinks it's happening.
3: Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Interest. That's, uh, he's uh, he's, he'd be a great addition. I, if they already freed, they don't have to move Sutton. I don't think to get Dalvin cook. Cause I think they've moved enough people around and, and made some room. They may not have to move Cortland Sutton to get Dalvin cook. Dalvin cook would be a good addition, right? I mean, that'd be a great one, two punch between him and uh purine. Right. So I, I don't know. It's, it's out there. It obviously is, but uh, we'll, we'll see on January 1st or sorry, June 1st. Yeah.
1: Well, and Keith, this answers your question, brother. And Cecil talked about it as you well know, again, Keith, man, I love you, dude. You ask intelligent questions. You represent Broncos country so good because Broncos country is the most knowledgeable fan base in the NFL and Broncos country's wondering what's the deal. With the Brandon McManus cut you wait until yesterday after the NFL draft when you're all the way almost towards the end of OTAs mandatory mini camps around the corner all of a sudden Brandon McManus gets cut why. Well, we don't know the why, but we can look at some of the numbers. And there's an article up right now at milehighhuddle.com where I believe it's either Chad or Zach. They're talking just straight up facts about what Brandon McManus did as a Denver Bronco, uh, what the move and the transaction looks like. Again, the narrative. Not really a narrative. It's a fact. Last remainder Super Bowl 50 guy. Out the door. Um, Some people don't think that it made a lot of sense, considering he still is the best kicker in the NFL. Cecil Lammy said that on on the show earlier. But the move saves 3.75 mil against the salary cap, which leaves 1.231 mil in dead cap money. A lot of people, including Cecil, are wondering and thinking and feeling that George Payton and Sean Payton This move was directed at adding another player. That player could be Mr. Cook from the Minnesota Vikings.
3: Yeah. I mean, the timing of it speaks to that. I mean, if they, if they were dead set on moving off of him, why not do it earlier? Why not see if they could get something in trade for him? You know, things like that. But now it's just like, after everything's kind of over, they're like, well, let's, uh, let's move some move, uh, get some money back, so to speak by, by cutting him. So, uh, yeah i mean it's an interesting timing for sure it makes it makes me think what what's next but they did they did make some moves not big splash moves they brought in a couple others signed a couple of positions of need obviously they needed to fill uh you know offensive tackle someone with more experience than what they had and they needed to bring some experience on the d line so and they got and they got another
1: one today Tad to to offensive tackle, or last night rather, Cam Fleming. Yeah, welcome back absolutely. to Denver, big guy. It's like that's you right. never left. Um <laughs> Cam Fleming signing a one-year four million dollar deal, if if memory serves. Again, that's at Mahahuddle.com. Zach wrote yeah. that one up. Late last night, um, Todd coming in. Todd Ostendorf, man, one of the OGs of this show. Back when we were on Saturday nights, grinded out with us for years, and look at us now here on prime time. Todd, you're a part of that, bro. Uh, did I miss Cecil Lammy? Not at all, man. You can go back wherever you get this podcast and le- listen to Cecil. It's right around the 6:15 mark. Uh, try to save you guys a little time there. And Cecil wrapped everything with us from Marvin Mims being the best receiver. On this football team wow. to Drew Sanders being a uh, no BS football player, and Jesse saying, Go get his jersey. Uh, to Dalvin Cook, watch on June 1st. I mean, Cecil was spitting some serious knowledge. Go be sure to uh, go back and listen to this episode of MHI and get at your boy Cecil Lammy. Let me get at my boy David, man. David's so active and such a huge member of the MHH super chat superstar community. Sanders, Drew Sanders' favorite pick, man. Cecil Lammy rocked, and David's right there with Cecil, saying, "Dude, this kid can play ball. Yep. Uh, you need more football players and less athletes
3: on Sean Payton's Denver Bronco twenty twenty three squad." Yeah, I'll say Drew Sanders is both though. He's an athletic and a football player, so you kind of got both. And I, I just mm. I love his versatility. I, Dave, I, it's my one. It's my favorite pick of this draft as well. Uh, after i went back and kind of thought about it you know regardless of whether they needed a center or not which i was hoping for but of the people that they took i like sanders as well and i wanted to really get into other picks uh talking with with cecil but riley moss i wanted to well i wanted to know a little bit about the signing of kareem jackson right what does that do to three recently drafted young safeties you got Caden Stearns, you got J.L. Skinner, you got DeLaron Turner. Yell all recently drafted young players. The signing of an old old timer, so to speak, who's kind of down at the end of his uh, end of his career, is that going to push one of those young guys off the roster? So, and it mm. may, and it could be Skinner. You know, he's a six round guy that they may try to sneak on the practice squad. Which, yeah, I just wanted to get some insight on that, but I, I still am scratching my head a little bit about that signing. I know he's a good leader. He's lost a step. I think he's going to push a young with young guy with potential off the roster. And, you know, it's going to be one of those things where you see him go off and play well somewhere else. No disrespect.
1: Right. To Kareem Jackson and everything he's done for the Denver Broncos. Remember signed from Houston as a free agent a few years ago, as a corner that converted yeah. over to safety, pretty much based off of need. <laughs> um, it, it, has been impressive to see kareem jackson i've talked about it at nauseum, right I, I bring up terms like friendly fire a little long in the tooth lost a step these things happen but sean payton threw vance joseph a bone in bringing kareem jackson here uh kareem jackson is one of the biggest voices of that defensive locker room and sometimes you need to throw your guys bones thomas you yeah. you're a leader You've led teams. I've led teams. Sometimes you need to give your guys and gals credit. You need to give them, throw them a bone. You need to give them something that they want. Uh, Now they need to earn it and they need to take that, that gift or that bone or whatever and turn it around and, and allow it to benefit the team. But that's the move that I see with Kareem Jackson. Again, that would have been a fascinating question. And we'll ask Cecil, maybe out at training camp when I force him to come on the show again. Uh, (laughs) But no, man, Cecil Lammy again, 615, top of the hour, joined MHI with Thomas Hall and I. If you'd like to reach out to Thomas, please do so on Twitter. He's at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly is at Luke Patterson LP, the mothership at Mile High Huddle. And milehighhuddle.com is – The place you need to rock for all of your up-to-the-minute Broncos news and analysis, news of the day, or news of the couple days, right? The Broncos signed Cam Fleming, offensive tackle, last night. They also signed nose tackle Tyler Lancaster from the Green Bay Packers. We cut Brandon McManus, right? So long, partner. See you another day. And don't worry, folks. McManus will not be without a job very long. You know he's going somewhere against Cecil Lammy. Thomas said he's the best kicker out there right now. So maybe this move is is for something else. And over at milehighhuddle.com, you can read the article where the Broncos are working out kickers. Three guys uh, led by Brett Maher, former Dallas Cowboys and, again, New Orleans Saints kicker. So Sean Payton has that connection. Cecil talked about um, best man's got to win connections they mean everything in the league you've seen that with sean payton his tight end troutman right and some of these saints following him over tony jones jr same thing at running back just a super fun and exciting show and i encourage everybody to go back and listen to cecil lammy's interview where uh we got to have a lot of fun
3: yeah and speaking of uh speaking of what the money's for right if it is really and cecil was pretty confident that it could be for uh for dalvin cook there what does that mean for yeah. Javante Williams, right? Is, is all this a smoke screen about how he's coming back by training camp? Cause if they, if they go out, and get and get cook, they better be putting uh Javante Williams on the pup list to start the season. Cause that they, they, they would not be wise to try and see if he can make it through training camp and into the season. Cause that's, if he can't come back, if, if he's still you know recovering, that's a wasted roster spot right there. So uh, we'll we'll find out what they do at training camp and if, if Cook really does come in.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point, man, because I, why would you brush Javante Williams uh, if you've got the luxury of a Tony Jones Jr., P. Ryan, and then a Dalvin Cook? I mean, are you freaking kidding me? That's a stable right there while one of your other horses is, is healing. Let that horse heal, man. No need to race. You're good. We've got races planned for you on an entirely different day, maybe even entirely different Sit like term of the season. I'm talking toward the winter. Maybe you don't play fall ball, Javante. Maybe we get you firing on all cylinders right around playoff time. You know, I don't when it matters December. I don't know about you, Thomas, but I am sick of being mentally checked out of this job because the Denver Broncos have been horrible. I'm done with that. Sean Payton's done with that. That's not going to happen this year, folks. I'm telling you, things are turning around. David, again, man, coming in with a $2 super. Thank you so much, David. Saying JL Skinner will be one of the 53. I completely agree. I got to scout this guy down at the Senior Bowl. He's an absolute dog. I loved him. People are ripping on Skinner a little bit right now, Thomas. I don't know if you saw or heard or read the comments over at milehighhuddle.com, but apparently JL Skinner didn't know who a guy named steve atwater was yeah and uh kind of a bad taste in your mouth on a first <laughs> impression right or like, like what do you what do you make of that because i definitely have an opinion about it i wanted to hear yours first especially yeah. you being the host of legends a mile high every friday morning where
3: we get to talk about legends Steve Atwater is a legend, Thomas. I mean, what the hell? It's hard to believe that he doesn't know who a Hall of Fame safety is from the team that he – I mean, it is a bit – it's a bit of a head-scratcher for me. I mean, I can understand it. It's been a while since Steve Atwater's played the game. It has actually been a while since he was inducted in the Hall of Fame. But if you're playing safety for a Broncos team, the Boise State Broncos, and you don't know who the Hall of Fame safety is for the Denver Broncos – so he deserves a little bit of ribbing for that for sure
1: yeah it's uh so here's what i'll say about it i wasn't happy to hear it um in that same breath pretty much he also said i grew up watching cam chancellor and i'm like of course you did the the generational thing right i mean for crying out loud jl skinner was born in 2001 tom So I would rather have him have a little egg on his face and say he didn't know who Steve Atwater was than lie and be like, oh, yeah, Steve was the greatest, man. I just hope I can, you know, hope I can feel those shoes and blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah. So while I'm not particularly happy that he said it, I guess we know JL Skinner's honest. I mean, if he didn't know who he was, he said, I don't know who he was. I don't think he meant any disrespect by it. He certainly knows who he is now. Now, if he didn't know who Steve Atwater was by now, he certainly got educated by Broncos country. But no, man, certainly a a weird story. But it's going to be interesting to talk about all those safeties that you mentioned a little earlier in the show out at training camp. Again, folks. Tom's going to be out there. I'm going to be out there. We're going to have friends of the show out there. We encourage you guys to join MHI at Broncos training camp 2023. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, but I can't wait.
3: Yeah, I can't wait either. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to definitely watch the safeties for sure. I'm going to be watching the safeties uh, when I'm out there. We got Michael Ronquillo coming in with some Facebook stars showing us some love. Thank you so much, Michael. Appreciate it. Saying great show tonight. Thomas Hall and Luke on Mile High Insiders with Cecil Lammy. Go Broncos and Buckham. Thank you for being here, Michael. And happy birthday
1: to Mrs. Ronquillo, Michael's mom. I saw it in there, Michael. Don't think I was going to forget. I don't forget <laughs> birthdays, dude. Birthdays are huge. I rapped about them for 20 minutes earlier in the show. Uh, no, happy birthday to Michael's mother, Mrs. Ronquillo. I hope I got that right. And uh, may your day be blessed with family and friends. He is Thomas Hall. I am Luke Patterson. We are the Mile High Insiders. You can catch us every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Mountain here on the MHH Airwaves. Head on over to Twitter and Please follow Tom at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly at Luke Patterson LP. The Mothership at Mile High Huddle. Milehighhuddle.com. Smash the like button, fellas. And Zebulon Omega. Kevin Lynn's coming in. Zebulon, what's up? It's been a minute. And Zebulon's saying, I heard a good question today that was talked about. Would y'all trade the Super Bowl in 2015
3: for being a playoff team since then? Nope. Not a, not not at all. It is hard to win the Super Bowl, right? And people have talked about that. Oh, well, look at how the Rams, they did it. They mortgaged their future to win a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl. If, if the team, if the Broncos team, since they started, took a philosophy of going all in for one year, winning the Super Bowl, and then not being very good for the rest of the decade, they would be working on their seventh championship already. Think about that. Would you trade six Super Bowls, for not being great at other times, or would you trade a couple Super Bowls for being pretty good and making the playoffs off and on throughout the decade? I'll take the Super Bowl championships any day.
1: You're getting them all fired up, Zebulon. <laughs> I absolutely love it. That's uh, a really good question. I would not trade the Super Bowl either. Um, teams, men, women, um, whatever, have sold their soul to the devil to win championships, to get close. Um, Look man It was such a special time And I think about it selfishly for me Personally My daughter gets to say I was alive when the Broncos won a Super Bowl Because I've been all over eating crow And it's been delicious I don't know if you've ever tried crow Tom But (laughs) I've been eating a lot of it With these Denver Nuggets I have forever said The Denver Nuggets will never win An NBA championship Because they are not a big market premier team And all of that it's going out the window right now because they've got the best team in the NBA led right. by the best player, uh, completely unselfish. And we're seeing history being made, folks. When you see historic things happening, we can't help as human beings but want to be a part of them, right? I mean, again, I my daughter gets to say now the Nuggets have gone to the NBA Finals. I. I never thought I'd see the day forever, Tom. The Nuggets have been an afterthought in this city. It's always yep. been a Broncos city. But then you've got the Avs on the come up, winning a championship. You've got the Nuggets going to the finals. I would not trade a Super Bowl for the broncos for anything man no matter how bad it's been and zebulon i hear you bro it has been bad and zebulon also asking in the chat i miss cecil damn it head on back (laughs) into the podcast hit rewind wherever you get these pods and you can listen to cecil lammy from denversports.com and footballguys.com he's also with andrew mason his partner rocking every monday through friday 3 30 p.m on the orange and blue today Um, And a very similar name to your show, Thomas. I'm surprised I haven't screwed him up yet, or maybe you just (laughs) haven't corrected me. And please correct me, but Thomas and Ron host Orange and Blue View every Saturday night at 6 p.m. Mountain. Thomas also rocking a third show every Friday morning, Legends of Mile High. And Tom, what a fun show it's been tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's always a blast rapping with you, rapping with MHH, but then to get some guests on, yep. man, that's been a lot of fun. We've got some more guests coming, Broncos Country, so stay tuned. You never know who's going to stop by the show. But, dude, it's it was a blast tonight, man, and
3: time yeah. flew by. Yeah, it sure did. It, it, was, it was great insight from Cecil. So, you know, if you didn't, if you came in late, definitely go check it out. He dropped some great info. Stuff that you don't you know, you don't get every day. So go back and check it out. It was a great thing to have him on. Wonderful person, wonderful uh, guest, and obviously a wonderful Broncos uh, reporter.
1: Ooh just like our guy Keith, just a wonderful human being. We appreciate the
3: support. <laughs> you might have missed Cecil, but
1: you got the amazing Luke and Thomas. Now nah, put put Thomas's <laughs> name behind amazing man. He he helps he helps the show go. I just get everybody riled up and angry. Uh no, that's that's it Broncos country. This show is a rap Thank you for joining us on Wednesday night. You can find us every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Mountain. The fellows are going to be back tomorrow on the Huddle Up. Again, that's uh, Zach Kelberman and Chad Jensen. You can get at the Mothership tw- Twitter account, at Mile High Huddle. We would appreciate it if you follow this show. We need to get our following up. I don't know why it's yeah. so low, probably because we haven't put energy into it. Well, that's changing starting tonight. <laughs> Head on over to at MHI underscore pod. Be sure to reach out to Thomas on Twitter, at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly, at Luke Patterson LP. And, Tom, this is the way. Head on over to MileHighHuddle.com for all things broncos.